Hello and welcome to Hockey Te Charcha, a podcast series launched by Hockey India in April 2021 with an intention to bring interesting stories of hockey stars who have carved a niche for themselves representing the glorious past, present and the promising future of the sport. I'm your host Nandini and I'm very very excited about today's episode because the personality joining us is an absolute live wire. He is perhaps the most entertaining player in world hockey both on and off the field. He has been part of India's several incredible victories and in his career spanning over a decade, he has stood like a wall in India's goalpost, contributing to the team's rise from world number 12 about 8 to 10 years ago to the current status of world number 3. He has delighted us with his amazing performance in the Tokyo Olympic Games. where india finished on the podium for the first time in 41 years he continues to be india's backbone in defense i am talking about none other than pr shrijesh the man of the moment who has just been chosen as the world games athlete of the year 2021 shri welcome to hockey te charcha thank you nandini thank you very much wow 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 that's a that's a lot of uh, what is the praise wow it's a thank you so good making about yourself huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you thank you very much but truly shri uh, what an incredible year it has been for you so much love so much respect coming from different parts of the globe if you were to go back in time to that t- 12 year old kid who had just joined gv raja academy in trivandrum did you ever imagine a day like this would come where so many people would adore you from across the globe ah uh, never ever never ever because uh, uh, as you all know that i am belongs to kerala and we never had any rich history of hockey uh, so when i was 12 when i joined gv raja sports school in 2000 um when i chose to become a hockey player that's the time everything changed my parents was against me my i mean family members were against me my relatives started to advise me saying that sri if you choose hockey you there won't be any future for you you won't get any job so uh, it's better you choose either football or volleyball which was like quite familiar for us um then that one moment i didn't know why how even i tried volleyball in between i tried basketball i tried football i was an athlete uh, mm. but still after these all things i don't know i still i believe it's in a fate uh, i came back to hockey and i asked my dad that give me 3 years mm. so i joined jira sports school when i was in 8th standard so i said 8 9 10 the 3 years i will play hockey mm. if i didn't achieve anything i will move on i will move into any other game mm. and he agreed to that that mm. changed a lot because after that he mm. supported me for everything with the financial support with all this you know hockey hockey thing traveling he was there absolutely. then then the rest you know really well absolutely i know you share a very very special bond with your dad and i know he's been uh, the biggest support in your career but i will come to that in just a bit but uh, i'm just curious to know what was it that attracted you about hockey were you watching uh, hockey on tv back then or what was that one thing that attracted you to hockey uh, there are a couple of things which attracted me towards hockey one thing the rest of the games like volleyball football basketball mm. uh, the the students who come to jivraja sports school as a pro athlete so for me i never had any background of these games so when i when i went there i was the only one who doesn't know any basics of that game mm. so that then it was like confusing i couldn't match up with their working you know uh, training program team activity so i was left out mm. Uh, so uh, then when i look into hockey there were a lot of youngsters who were holding hockey stick for first time and they were learning the basics so that was the first comfort zone for me to be there on the hockey field second mm. thing my coaches my coaches said that swedish hockey is the easiest game where you can get into the state team very easily mm. and and definitely in kerala we do have uh, a state in the nationals then you will get a grace mark like, uh, i mean you know extra mark in the board exam Mm-hmm. so the tempting area 
where where they pitched in and i was like totally flattered i said okay i will i am there i mean okay hmm shri uh, you know i just want to understand uh, since you were saying uh, you know not too many people played uh, hockey in kerala but then you still made it to the indian junior setup for the first time um in a very short time after you kind of picked up hockey but but coming into this uh, national program where you you have a lot of players coming from the north uh, what was that like you know you were pretty much the rank outsider quite literally was that intimidating yes. in some sense Uh, definitely that that was that was a that was the toughest period of my life uh, because um when you when you coming into the national camp uh, and when you you were like uh, 12 or 13 13 or 14 years old and mm. the 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 odds the are there in front of you every time the language mm. uh, from kerala you 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 speak malayalam you know english hindi but you never you you never speak the language mm. uh, and and second thing is food because uh we we i mean you know how how we south indian eats and the first camp was in patiala so uh, automatically from rice to chapati uh, i mean samba to dal that was a great transformation so mm. uh, you you won't adjust with that second thing and uh, third the most important thing is your uh, equipments and your uh, you know normal dress because you don't you don't wear any branded dress i didn't know nike adidas th- that time and mm. all my campers they used to carry with nike adidas shoes joggers Uh, i used to walk around with the normal you know uh, jo- i mean uh, canvas shoe so mm-hmm. uh, so that mud things really bad because I, i started to get that inferiority complex you know you 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 hesitated to stand in front of people you you wanted to hide behind people because nobody you know nobody should uh, you know look into your clothes or they mm-hmm. they should not look into your equipments mm-hmm. uh, but the only thing which passionate me about the national camp is like i i can i mean you know i am i'm able to play good hockey mm. i could perform really well so that was the thing which helped me to stay there mm-hmm. and and you know what um, when i when i joined to the national camp uh, my coaches also said my parents also said this is one of, one of the rarest opportunity you receive so mm. you are attending the national camp so now it's up to you whether do you want to play uh, in the national team or you just want to attend the camp mm. then i started to search the positive side of my uh, national camp because okay these are the odds no language no food no good company uh, you don't have a proper dress then i started to look into the positive side the first thing is that i'm getting world class uh, coaching compared mm-hmm. to what i received in kerala second thing uh, i i am getting a place to sleep uh, with uh, with a good facilities the third thing is that three times i'm getting food so what else you want to train mm. then i i started to do i started to looking to things then i started to get started to talk to these all tamil boys at uh, that time uh, ragu uh, vikram these people were there from karnataka so uh, we we started to mingle each other then we started to become good friends then i started to enjoy coming into the uh, national camps Hmm. Was this around the time when uh, you know uh, your dad had sold uh, his cattle so that he can buy you a, a goalkeeping kit worth six uh, thousand rupees? Because you, I think you were also being a little bit teased in the camp that you don't have good equipment. Uh, no, actually, that that was the initial part. So hmm. when I started my career as a goalkeeper, uh, when my coach advised uh, said that okay, Swedes, you need to buy an uh good equipment so that you will improve your game mm. and my the same thing my coaches inform my parents also uh then that, that was the time it, i mean you know for farmers family it is uh, obvious that you can't, cannot uh get that much money uh, mm. at a time uh, you need to work really hard for gain that money mm. uh then then when my uh coaches convince my uh, dad saying that okay this kid got future so you need to spend that money Mm. Uh, there's a time he has sold his cow i mean i know uh, and uh, he he sent that money to me i mean i i did realize that later when i when i went for a vacation that mm. time mom, mom said okay this is how we send the money to you so mm. it's your responsibility now uh, mm. to take care of things and practice hard mm. and uh, i think that was the one thing still still mm. providing me energy to overcome any negative things that's that's one thing which always push me hard that's mm. helped me to you know uh, 
jump over my limitations because whenever i feel like quitting mm. i feel it like okay my dad took the risk mm. to provide me with the best best what he can do mm. and now this is my responsibility to overcome this all or things are yaar chot lagya i mean you get hurt okay mm. that is secondary you get injured is secondary you don't have dress oh that is secondary because i do have something to achieve mm. and that was one thing was always uh, you know continuous a source of energy for me to you know work hard to achieve something to give him back something and i realized that how how wonderful it was when i when i got my first jersey in 2004 uh when i selected for this uh uh junior uh, test match against australia mm. and uh, and after that tournament i went back home and i went back home and i showed that jersey to my dad mm. and you don't believe my dad looked into the jersey he he looked i mean you know he he was i mean reading about india and that time sahara was there sahara then mm. again back my name was there and mm. he wore it and he said see this is i mean for this only we worked really hard this is what our dream i mean we dreamed about it mm. and yes so th- th- that was a fantastic moment for me absolutely quite a remarkable journey from there to now shri we know and acknowledge that you are probably one of the richest man i suppose in kerala today after the olympic success <laughs> but- <laughs> but but do give us a sense of you know when you say it was difficult times financially for a farmer you know give us a sense of what it exactly was i know you have an a brother a younger brother no yeah no, elder brother elder brother and uh, it was a family of four right uh, so yes. what was give us a sense of that uh, economic circumstances back home you know what 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 kind of land did you have uh you know uh, was your father uh, uh, tilling land regularly what's the sense of that see normal uh, f- uh, i mean uh, my my dad plants a uh, uh, paddy so mm-hmm. in a year we we do paddy for two times and mm-hmm. that is the time you can expect some money uh, mm-hmm. i mean no, not in a big way but uh, uh, in 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 a good way so that at least the half you can spend on your family and half you need to spend on uh, next year or next time cultivation and uh, second thing is that the, the cow uh, which is like a source of income for my mom and and this little bit of things um, so we sell milk uh, i used to i used to take milk to the shops nearby hotels or i used to give to the nearby home, uh, homes oh so uh, that is what we used to do and and definitely banana but it's not in a big way but in a small way we we Mm. do i mean you know cultivated uh, bananas as well so uh, in this those period we were not rich but mm. i i had food every day that is the best thing uh, mm. happens to me because uh, we we cultivate paddy so definitely we do have rice at our home mm. and uh, we we cultivate vegetables uh, small mm. i mean like no tomato i mean anything uh, lettuce finger anything it will be there uh, around your home so mm. i i never slept Uh, on my empty stomach i never slept i had food at my home every time but if i if my if you ask my dad 100 rupees he mm. struggled mm-hmm. so that that was the situation there and over to that we been to a government school so uh, the the fees are really less so till 10th and 12th my dad never worried about that money for my education mm-hmm. but when i started playing hockey that's the time he when when i started to asking money for my shoes my shorts my jersey my equipments that's the time i realized how struggling it was for us to you know uh, generate money mm. in a big big amount like 5000 rupees or 1000 rupees mm. and uh, i i can still remember when i uh, when i been to the na- uh, national camp for the first time in 2002 mm. my dad gave me 650 rupees and 600 rupees was my ticket rate from uh, you know punjab to kochi that time uh, in sleeper class mm-hmm. and 50 rupees i had extra so that i can call my parents in between mm-hmm. and and it was like totally calculated saying that if uh, sai is refunding the money then you have another 600 rupees so you can keep it with you you once you come back you give it to me back wow amazing amazing seriously you know i think uh, i think these are the stories that make that olympic medal such a sweet victory you know um, no doubt it was an emotional moment for all of you players 
uh, we saw those uh, images sitting here uh, from home and uh, of course needless to say it 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 surely you know made us uh, made us cry too you know along with you all watching you all celebrate watching you all cry after that match against germany and yes. uh, undoubtedly she you made some fantastic saves in that match and for many of us who have watched uh, and followed your career over these years it was a yes. reminder of the hardships you had faced and yes. um, particularly in that la- this previous olympic cycle you know you um, you 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 braved a career threatening injury you made a great comeback um, you know you've braved a lot of these odds so tell us what actually was going through your mind uh, after that match um see after that match uh, we were all celebrated and players were into their dressing room and they cheered they were uh, taking pictures so i went back into my uh, into that uh, hockey pitch i sat uh, on that uh, i mean not on that goal post inside the goal post i mean after that picture and all which came out mm. uh, so i sat there and i started to i mean you know recall all the all the uh, the journey the, the journey from 2002 till 2021 how it was and uh, you know the the best thing when you sit there is uh, you always get the memories of the bad time mm. so that's the time i realized okay how what all things which i faced in my first camp how mm. people used to make fun of me and uh, in in and definitely after that when i go, get into the national camp all the all the losses all the goals i considered then in 2008 you know that we didn't qualify for the Olymp- i mean olympics so i was there with the national program that time mm-hmm. in 2012 uh, we didn't even win one match uh, in an olympics games so how people treated me after that in 2016 you know that we we missed uh, we missed our bus from quarter final so yeah. that was tough for us and mm-hmm. in 2017 i got injured you know uh, that that was the toughest part for me because you were pick off of your career you were the i mean i was a captain during that time and uh, i was performing really well everyone started to acknowledge me they started to i mean seriously recognize me during that time that time i i had that acl injury mm-hmm. and from there till that time till 2017 hockey was my life hockey was everything for me i was not worried about my family i was not thinking about i was not thinking about my kids i was not thinking about my i mean no, nothing else i was only dedicated to hockey mm-hmm. and that injury happens and I, in a month uh, in 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 one month or two months uh, i mean we we played the world uh, world league series and we beat uh, germany and uh, now we we beat belgium and we won a silver i mean a bronze medal mm-hmm. so uh, then suddenly everything changed uh, agashitke was doing good uh, during the tournament and people started to forget about srijesh mm. you know till one month before srijesh was everything and after one month srijesh was nothing so that period that my injury period i always feel like srijesh before injury and srijesh after injury because that's the time i realized what is important in your life mm. how what family does to you what your friends does to you how this economy i mean i know uh, the country needs you or the, how the the fame treats you because uh, when i when i sat there uh, i mean you know after the surgery i was thinking about now i am a normal person mm. there is no no big dream about are uh, people will come and treat you like before no mm. because the things happens this is a phase once that phase done then you are a normal person so you can't leave that stardom life throughout your career mm. and then i i wanted to i mean roll out from these all thoughts then then that's the time i seriously started to read lot of autobiographies mm. where i i read about injuries i read about how how, how people started to jump uh, you know coming back from their injuries and started to peak performance i started to read about lot of self motivational books which gives me ideas which help me to take things in a positive way rather than worrying about what i'm missing out i started to take the positive side of injury so i started to read about my injuries uh, what is that happens how to recover from that what all things you should eat you know how long it will take to you know um, recover so these all things were good to me 
when i started to learn about my job what should i do after this if i if my career is over then what is my what is my next life then i was taking good care of my family i used to you know be with them i used to try to uh, spend more time with them mm. then i made a promise to myself that srijesh you have to wear that blue jersey one more time yeah. then you can quit hockey so that's that's gave me energy that's gave me energy like okay now you you can do that so i was focusing on that particular day everyday progression i things which helped me to think positive stay positive mm. and i think in within two months i started to jog within three months i started to pad up and in yeah definitely in uh, six seven months i am back in the national team yes and and that journey still continues absolutely you know shri uh, you're mentioning all these details from 17 and it almost seems like you know we've forgotten that struggle you went through because the way you played in 19 and 20 particularly was like you know a different version of shrijesh that we saw on the field but but yes. just again going back to uh, 17 and 18 you know when you made that comeback yes you, your critics were not kind to you at all back then i think you know they were observing everything you were doing on the field um, yes you know you were highly criticized uh, yes and i still remember even that 2018 men's world cup uh, you know you went through that uh, personal struggle your dad was going through a difficult time with health and um, you know at the same time you were also being criticized for your performance how did you deal with that uh, scenario you know uh, 2018 was a good year plus it's a bad year because uh, if you if you look into our uh, career okay we couldn't perform really well in uh, commonwealth games but we won asian i mean champions trophy uh, silver medal yes uh, we won uh, we won asian champions trophy uh, we we got a bronze medal in uh, asian games hmm. uh, and and definitely we reached in quarter finals in the world cup and we uh, we out from there so it was not really bad but the things happens uh, once a goalkeeper get into i mean age is a big matter in india hmm. even even sachin tendulkar faced it now virat kohli is going through that so uh, hmm. people always think that one injury and your age you cannot perform hmm. so uh, they do believe like that and there is a system uh, would like to promote that court every time so that is what happens with me after coming back from the injury people started to look into the small small details so if i consider uh, goal on my right side people started to write it down like okay swages right down the, the the definition of that uh, goals used to be a different thing mm. and uh, the worst scenario happens uh, during the world cup because that, that was the time lot of things used to happens because i was the captain before the world cup and suddenly uh, world cup time uh, captain captainships also changed and my dad was not really well during that period mm. and um, after uh, the 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 worst thing happens to me it's after this uh, belgium match so we drew with uh, or we drew or we lost to belgium i think it's a 2-2 draw with belgium uh, yeah. in the in the pool stage uh, in the pool stage and uh, after that i got a call from my family uh, says that my my dad is admitted in the hospital mm. so after the match i took permission from my coach i went home because after that we had a break for two three days so he said just go visit him and come back mm. and i went back home um, and i i met him uh, in the hospital uh, icu mm. and i talked with the uh, doctors i spent the night there in the early morning even uh, you might remember nadri you texted me that time swedish don't read any uh, newspaper yeah. and uh, and the, i was sitting outside the uh, you know um, uh, icu and i was reading that newspaper people i mean definitely in india people send you whatsapp uh, paper cuts and i am getting that thing there is a hole in the wall and th- that was not really easy for me because that that was the period where i felt it like uh, i wanted to stop i wanted to retire from international hockey because uh, because it was all negative wherever you look everything was negative for me because your performance definitely i was doing good but still um that was not up to that mark and and everyone started to criticize me that okay srijesh is not good 
we need somebody else second things your family is not doing good and you are not able to be with them mm. uh, third thing individually when you look into yourself you you feel negativity around you and i started to talk to people and and uh, i i th- i mean i i, I mean uh, i'm grateful that uh, stockman uh, holland's goalkeeper he mm. helped me a lot to you know uh, overcome that phase he said swedish it happens it happens with everybody because in two, 2014 world cup he mm. considered almost six goals in the finals and mm. they lost to australia in front of almost 20000 30000 people so he said that humiliation happens but mm. you just need to overcome this you just need to forget it and you need to start again i, I spoke to virendra skin uh, during that time i spoke to a lot of people and mm. i said this bhai maybe this is my end i, I didn't want to continue mm. uh, i mean then whoever i met they all said sri mm. don't do that we need you Mm. I mean you can do that but that phase was really tough for me mm. I was I was almost like okay I I wanted to finish and and the best part is that my family were there with me and my wife my parents they said it's fine this phase will happen but now you need to focus now you need to prove they are wrong and you are right mm. and I didn't know I took long I took long time to overcome from that and again uh, the books helped me a lot to find out what right to think how to how to be positive what all things you should do so mm-hmm. i i started to wake up early i started to do yoga I, i started to focus more into my fitness i tried to do extra things i started to lift more weight so that because what happens when you are when you are the uh, oldest person in your team you mm-hmm. are not only competing with your age but you are competing with with the youngsters the next generation goalkeeper now if you see i am uh, krishna or suraj they are 25 they are 26 mm. so if I, if you wanted to perform better you mm. need to do extra things yes because when you are 26 you have energy you got good body you are young you got i mean you know extra hyperactive things so you can do a lot of things but when you getting older you need to do extra things you need to focus on your fitness you need to lift more you need yeah. to spend more time on your recovery yeah. so so th- that that all things i started to give priorities mm-hmm. and whenever i found something is missing i talk to people definitely i used to text uh, uh, jab stockman i used to talk to edwin disusa and uh, these people gives me feedbacks and mm-hmm. uh, definitely jab shokman said one thing to me said sri your name is there in the camp i said yes go mm. for it go train when they throw you out that's the times you can go back to your home mm. and so at least in in the future you will not regret mm. so what he said is right because if you walk off from the team or if you take retirement because of some small issue tomorrow mm. or in after 5 years you might regret about that mm. but if if what the body said is like if the association throw you out then definitely uh, uh, in, in after 5 years you can say that okay that was not my fault they throwed me out and mm. i'm happy mm. and so for me this all advice okay i don't know whether it is relevant or not mm. that gave me hope right that gave me courage to give a second uh, go he says okay let's try it mm-hmm. and after that 2018 you know 2019 2020 we spent i mean 20 was more time into uh, lockdown but 19 was good at least in in pro league uh, we won a lot of matches in shootout and i was there in that uh, yeah. so that's that's proved that okay you can do it you can do it in a better way and mm. i think that's energy still uh, pushing me hard and and i'm just keep going now absolutely and it didn't seem at any point that even you know olympics getting postponed mattered to you so much because we know a lot of players uh, your senior players particularly around the world were a bit worried when uh, the olympics got postponed because that means another extra year of putting their bodies through you know all the challenges but yes. i think what you had already been through in those two years after injury that must have you know not maybe you never had a single doubt in your mind when the olympics was postponed 
uh, see uh, even even I, i i thought that are yaar one more yeah mm. uh, but but uh, i felt like i seen the worst so mm. whatever thing is going to happen it's for a good reason so i i thought okay let's give it try let's work hard mm. because uh, what tolls taught me from that 18 years mm. that's helped me to to push through this all pandemic time that mm. helped me to push through uh, that olympics game phase because uh, i i always believe that if this situation came in 2016 i might have conceded that last goal you know that 6 second penalty corner yes mm. because that's the time you are young you are mm. more hyperactive you mm. wanted to do everything so mm. when the pressure situation come you don't have that maturity to uh, you know calm yourself down and take a wise decision right mm. you you go with that flow in when you are younger age you go with that flow you can that pressure consumes you and mm. that force you to commit mistakes mm-hmm. but when you are getting mature enough that will help you to, that experience will help you to be calm even mm. under pressure and to take wise decisions Mm. So I thought that two years of struggle and one year of pandemic helped me to be more calm, and that and that uh, injury period mm. now helping me to enjoy this game more because before hockey was everything for me. Now I know that hockey is a phase of my life. It's a part of my life. Hockey is not my life. It's a phase of my life. So after that, there is a better life. there is your family there is your job there is your parents there is your friends so when you are playing this game enjoy mm. it and when i started to enjoy this game i think everything around me started to be cooperative with me and help me to come up with lot of glory wow that's that's absolutely incredible and uh, so much positivity just uh, hearing about it shri honestly you know here you talk about it itself uh, kind of gives me goosebumps uh, <laughs> but yes i mean outstanding you know even that that match against germany like you mentioned you know it it makes so much of a difference when you say that now that that last 6 seconds you know when they had that pc and you made that save uh what a moment i think that was uh, truly you know it it uh, it was it was absolutely outstanding i mean i i can still it's just right in front of my eyes and uh, and and i still remember so many tense moments in that match and then you know that the clock the clock stopped for a brief period um yes and what what were the things you know that was going on in your mind because you were the man you know totally in in the center of everything that was happening you know at the in those last 25 seconds yes uh see uh, so uh, when they uh, when they got a time out and the umpire whistled and the clock was not working and a uh, coach started to yell at the uh, technical table that it's not working and i went to the number i said look to the uh, i mean uh, clock it's not working yeah. but the umpire was totally busy with controlling the match because you know that very few mi- seconds left and germany got the i mean you know got the ball position and they already started the game so he just wanted to make sure that the game is going in a proper way mm-hmm. and uh, with the experience of 2016 uh, olympics game germany can turn games in the last seconds so i was then i i was i i gave this bother to this timing thing and i started to you know organize my defense mm-hmm. then i i knew somewhere that okay are 25 seconds 30 seconds we can manage it okay it's fine just push out push out boys just focus on your game mm-hmm. but again the dying moment 6 seconds left we committed a penalty corner mm-hmm. and yeah the first thing it was like definitely like any other hockey fan i was like are are not now we are not this time because i myself witnessed losing in the last seconds especially in 2014 world cup or or any other tournament there were a lot of matches where i considered in the last seconds and we lost it is like germany in 2016 olympics last second they scored then uh, they won in 14 uh, belgium scored against us in the world cup uh england scored us against us in the in the dying seconds so that that splashed into mind for a second then i said it's okay it's a new day mm. then automatically uh, it's important for me because uh 
I wanted to give, I wanted to assign uh, players into their duties. It is like, okay, Bob, you do this. Uh, Corey, you run like this. Amit, you do this. So that they remind, I mean, they, they, they'll remind about their duties because what happened, that was a tense situation. So yeah. automatically under pressure, people tend to forget their duties. So mm-hmm. it was my duty to remind them, okay, this is what you are going. You are not mm-hmm. letting them to flick on the left side. You go like this. So we do a double block so that they, I mean, you know, we block our left side and I instructed Surendra, Surendra, left down is yours. So you are not going to concede that. And right side, right side, Hanuman, if there is any indirect variation, you are going to do that. And then automatically that was my uh, position. That is my goal position. That is my dominant place where I should, I am the in charge. Then I reminded my duty. See your basic stance, what you are going to do. If it's a right down flick, you are going with your leg. It's a right top stick. And automatically you are imagining that situation and you are preparing for that. Whatever. Okay, whatever I tell to my defense, if I say, Amit, you should not allow him to flick on the left, but I am the in judge of the goalpost. But if they flick on the left, I have to save it. Mm -hmm. So I need to prepare for everything. Then he took that flick and I saved it. And that, uh, what, what says, that moment, it's like that. Okay, six seconds, I saved it. It went to the line, side corner, and Mm -hmm. we won. Mm. And but for me, that was not the the toughest save. For mm. me, after the fifth goal, I mean, you no, know, uh, after the fourth goal, they got one more penalty corner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was the toughest save, save for me because before that, I considered one penalty corner between my legs, mm. and that's put automatically the opposition team in a high, uh, you know, motivational thing. Yeah, and. Continue with that. Within one more, uh, one minute, they got another one more penalty corner, and mm. I saved it. And mm. that's also he flicked uh, through my legs, but I saved it. That yeah. gives me the confidence to continue with that game. Wow! So I think uh, that moment was like I don't know. Uh, I-, I was like okay, I was happy, mm. I enjoyed it, but the emotion was like yes. Mm. It's that journey started in 2000 in Trivandrum. There's a Jivirida Sports School. I pick up hockey. And after exact 21 years, yeah, I got this medal. And that journey was incredible. There was a lot of up and downs. There was, you know, tears. There was joy. There was struggle. There was injuries. Yeah. And at last, I mean, for Indians, you know that for Indians, an Olympic medal is something totally special and when it comes to hockey Mm. that is that is that is what they want especially Mm. our prime minister uh, Mm. when we met him he said Mm. medal bhot aata hai but jab hockey ka medal aata na Mm. ye hamara hota hai that was something special for me and Mm. that moment was like priceless for me oh yeah it was priceless I think for millions of us uh, watching that match and uh, you, you know, um, nobody expected, I don't think um, people themselves realized that there was so much emotions that could come out. I know so many of them who said we were just crying. And, you know, and these were people who weren't even, you know, following hockey over the last, uh, you know, two, three decades or so. It was new people who had come in to watch hockey during Olympics, particularly because the teams were doing so well. And even yes. people were crying. They were also so yeah. emotional. So. Yes, and, and the best compliment what I received is a lot of people texted me. They said, Sri, we didn't see that last six seconds. We mm-hmm. switched off the TV. And mm-hmm. personally, I have done that when Sachin used to get out. Oh. So, and when, when people started to compare that situation, I said, yes, this is affected them. This emotionally tortured them because mm-hmm. after that umpire you know awarded that penalty corner they got 40 seconds yeah to prepare for that penalty corner and i i believe that that 40 seconds was the toughest moment to cross because you know the prediction the expectations millions of people love us they wanted hockey i mean indian hockey to win a medal so that pressure a normal person cannot handle that pressure mm-hmm. so 
that's why that that medal brought that much emotional uh, attachment and mm-hmm. and yes and definitely because of this covid lot of people started to watch olympics very closely yes 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 and um, talking about this success shri uh, it's very very important to talk about your dad's role as well and uh, yes and i still remember those visuals when uh, you went back home and uh, put the medal around his neck and he cried yes. i think eh? what a moment that was really you know and he must be a very very proud and happy man today ah uh, definitely uh, my my dad always says now it's like when I, he is in canada with my elder brother now but he says i am a father of a olympic medalist so mm-hmm. uh, you know the 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 from the day one uh, i i seen my dad like a farmer like a hard worker he never gave up things he he take decision like anything and he worked really hard for that and i think in my career that helped me a lot because normal a farmer um, he take 6 month months or one year to cultivate something and every day he does something to you know make sure that its cultivation uh, you know get into in a good shape so he goes to field every day uh, he pour water he he take off all this you know unwanted uh, things from the paddy field yes yes paddy field then uh, he need to take care of the cows so it's a it's a uh, what it's called it's a it's a continuous process mm. and that, that is what being a goalkeeper i do mm. i'm doing a thankless job without getting any highlight without getting any you know big uh, appreciation we are part of the team but we are doing our part without any hesitation without any tiredness we are just keep on doing that so i think that farming thing came into me from him and his you know uh, entire support uh, from the the day one till now that is like anything so whenever there is an issue he says no problem you can do it mm. fabulous and um, you know over these last 3 uh, 4 years particularly you know while we've seen you mature in your role um, you've also kind of inculcated this role of mentoring and uh, we've also seen you do a couple of uh, you know hockey india's uh, coaches education pathway course and all that so is that an interest uh, you know you're taking at the moment is that something you you'd like to do you want to pursue uh de- definitely i i love it uh because uh goalkeeping not only goalkeeping coaching was i mean it's like a passion towards me i i want i, I would like to train people i like to teach people i i like to pass my you know experience to people because uh, but uh, you know uh things changes uh a, a lot but now i am I'm, i'm i'm whenever i get a time i try to pass my experience to the junior goalkeepers because what happened uh i never had any uh, proper trainer when i was a kid i mean being i mean a goalkeeper trainer so i learned my basics in 2013 when dev chaniforth came to india and uh, they in one month uh, he took one month coaching camp mm. uh, so that's the time i started to correct my basics that's after an olympics so i thought i, I if i can pass this basics to the youngsters that will be a great uh, or added uh, you know this thing to their career so from the base, in junior level they can improve their uh, uh, what is called yeah, their uh, goalkeeping skills and second thing is that we need to develop indian coaches because we can't depending on the foreign coaches all the time so mm-hmm. if if until unless the players those who were played in international level they are not coming into coaching if they are not coming to develop the game which feeding uh, us mm-hmm. uh, then there won't be any future so uh, definitely yeah that, that is one of the path which i which i definitely choose after my career but yeah i, I need to consider my family first because mm-hmm. uh, they sacrifice almost uh 10 years uh, my my kids and my wife uh, sacrificed almost 10 years without me my parents are missing me from 2000 so i will definitely consider with them but still uh that will be there in my mind once i'm done with my career as a player 
uh, i will i'll choose i would like to share my experience with youngsters that's great and just just before we wrap up shri we have a few rapid fire questions just to kind of understand yeah. you a little bit better and maybe uh, give your fans a little bit of uh, a glimpse of who you really are so so uh, just to begin with you know i just have a few questions yeah we know we know shri is an entertainer he he loves to make people laugh but what makes you laugh uh i think my kids uh they 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 are like i don't know whatever they do uh, even i get angry but uh, that brings smile on my face mm. amazing and um, what makes you angry oh the the simple mistakes uh, even my own mistakes makes me really angry mm and uh, we know we know uh, a lot of actors from kerala ended up meeting you after the olympic medal but if i have to ask you who is your favorite actor from uh, malayalam movie industry oh don't don't that's <laughs> no no you have to... <laughs> <laughs> i know this will get into you, get you into trouble but we want to know who you really like uh see uh, i like every one of them uh, seriously because uh, and and especially mamuka he came to my home and mm-hmm. uh, he made me so uh, at the present moment momokan lalatan is uh, one of my favorites mm-hmm. uh, but I, i cannot i cannot uh, you know ignore the young young generation ones uh, there are a lot of them i mean prithviraj uh, uh, you know he, he is one of the star now tovino yes. thomas is yes so mm-hmm. they they are all they are all uh, good <laughs> mm-hmm. are we going to see uh, you in a movie or are we going to see a, a movie about you soon uh the talks were happening but i don't know why why this uh, movie thing always takes long time because they need to write the script they need to talk a lot they need to get a, a director coordinate with everything but I, i believe that i mean i know somebody forced me to believe that my story can be a movie so mm. the talks is happening i i hope it will it will happen mm. uh, quite an yeah, i hope you are you also get a cameo in that movie <laughs> I I don't want to be let the professional do their best. Uh, I don't want to spoil their career. <laughs> Who do you think uh, from Kerala will be able to play you the best? Uh, uh there are two choices uh, which I uh, which I always felt uh, Tovino Thomas or Dilkar Salman. Okay. Wow. Uh because uh, you you need to have uh, or even Prithviraj can play my role because mm-hmm. I, I who 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 looks more fit that yeah. that that is the most important thing and you you just need to cut your hair down because i don't have hair so it's not a big thing for that <laughs> <laughs> i was going to say that but uh, that was funny um uh who's your favorite athlete from uh, kerala oh i am vijay mm i knew uh, because mm. uh, because the thing is that uh i read a lot about him when i was a kid Mm. and he somewhere inspired me he he was he was from a really bad background his they struggled for food they struggled for home they struggled a lot and he became the captain of the indian football team mm-hmm. yes. and that gives me uh, that gives some spark inside me saying that okay it's not a, it's not about whether you are from rich family or poor family it's your caliber if you work hard you can uh, you know win in your or you can success in your life mm-hmm. and and i think uh, he 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 struck me when i was a kid and definitely he is the one mm, fabulous and uh, you know we we get to see a lot of fabulous pictures on your instagram whenever you get a break from hockey so which is your favorite holiday destination uh, see we me me and my family always go to kumaragam uh or 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 any into any beaches i mean there there are a lot of beaches in kerala so but uh, kumaragam is the nearby and uh, peaceful location for me but the reason one is to uh, i mean like you know uh, kashmir uh, related to mm. kashmir was one of the best experience because uh, i i got i got best time with my family and my kids enjoyed playing in this uh, snow and first time into ice and even my wife so mm. that there was like that that's the time i felt it like his holiday is so good as it it is a uh, rejuvenating time absolutely and especially you seeing snow for us south indians is uh, quite magical 
exactly exactly <laughs> so so shri we we all know that you love reading books but uh, is is there a favorite unwind you know thing that you love doing apart from books mm oh i don't know uh <laughs> you know actually, your teammates uh, love to listen to music all the time but uh, what do you I, do I, i'm not a 24 into 7 music person i i listen to music when i feel like okay when i prepare for matches i listen to music hmm. uh if i after match or if before sleep i try to listen some sort of devotional song so any melodies which calm me calm myself down hmm. uh but i i, I watch series so if i that things with me is like like same like book so if i start to read a book i want to finish it off Mm. the same way if i start to watch a series i want to finish that series otherwise i get some sort of issues inside me so <laughs> if it's a 6 uh, or 10 episode one i sit in a day i'll finish it off wow amazing and um, i know we we have a lot of singers in the indian men's hockey team but does uh, shrijesh sing ah uh, no way I, I I never tried that. Yes, I mean yes. When you are in your space you can do whatever you want. I do acting, I do singing, I do dancing. So yeah, that's that's for keeping myself happy. Mm, right. And uh, what is Shrijesh's comfort food? Ah, uh, that's definitely rice sambar. Uh-huh. Uh if you get some fish, mm, super. Oh, fabulous super shri that was uh, that was it and uh, what an incredible conversation this was and i absolutely enjoyed it and i think there were many moments you know while you were talking i was trying to picture the whole thing and i had goosebumps i hope the listeners also will get a similar feeling when they uh, listen to this episode thank you so much for taking uh, time off from your busy schedule and doing this uh, for us i hope um, everyone enjoys i'm sure they will enjoy this episode of hockey te charcha with uh, our legend pr shrijesh thank you so much thank you nandri